Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Welcome to this post-match special of the podcast with myself, Andrew Southwick, and BBC Scotland women's football commentator, Stuart Mitchell. We've just witnessed Glasgow City going down 9-1 to Wolfsburg. Stuart, what were your thoughts on that after what was a difficult night for Glasgow City? Yeah, that was a, a really sore watch, wasn't it? Um, you know, in, initial thoughts, looking at the first sort of 15 minutes or so, thought Glasgow City done extremely well. I'm sure a lot of people would have been happy at the, the way they were just very resilient and there was sort of these individual matchups starting to show. Um and they were they were passing the passing the test okay sometimes maybe just scraping through within that first fifteen minutes or so, um, but then the quality just started to to shine through didn't it? And as the the night went on, the evening went on, the game went on, it just got tougher and tougher. But there was I think that there are positives there. There was a lot that Scott Booth and Glasgow City will take away as a whole as an experience, and and, and move that going into the the domestic campaign when it starts in October. Uh, but at the, at the same time, it just really harsh that with the way things have happened and it's impacted football so much that we didn't get that night at Peters Hill that we could have had with Wolfsburg coming along and and just and just seeing how different things might have been over over the course. But it was a really tough night and and a sore one to take. But you know, I think and a little bit of a positive, we're just probably all happy to see Glasgow City back on a pitch again and see some sort of form of a, a domestic Scottish women's team get back to action. I'd, uh, I'd spoke to Scott Booth last week and he'd vowed to, to get in our faces and not sit off them. Um, they didn't really do that after the initial opening. I think it was a case of, you know, first of all, Wolfsburg made the pitch really big. Um, second of all, you know, do you think it was maybe a case of people didn't expect Wolfsburg to be as up to speed as they were? I mean, even the talk from the Wolfsburg camp was that, you know, they'd only had a three week break from the end of their season to the start of pre season. They'd only got, had one pre season friendly. Um, they kind of felt they may be going to be off the ball a little bit, but actually they didn't look didn't look too vulnerable at all, did they? Not at all. I, I think sometimes maybe that's just a bit of pre-match talk to take the pressure off a little bit because a lot of people, you know, who wouldn't have been looking at Wolfsburg and, and expecting things to happen in that match? So maybe there was just a little bit of a take a little bit of pressure off the players, a little bit ease off the team. Uh, you're, you're right in what you said about. Glasgow City would have a game plan but sometimes as soon as the whistle goes and things start coming at you as a defence you've just got to try and dig in and, and fight your way through it I actually thought that for as much as Wolfsburg tried to get the ball out wide in the early stages uh, Wayne left back and McLaughlin were, were doing really well we were competing extremely strongly I mean, there was a point at the beginning where Sam Kerr was back at the back post defending as well and it was just a sign of what was to come but the, they were passing they were passing those little tests early on like I said and I thought you know just as the longer things went and the more the clock ticked down you're just hoping to get keep getting through those spells unfortunately it was only after quarter or of an hour or so that the, the first hit the back of the net for Wolfsburg. Yeah, I mean, like you say, it was encouraging opening from Glasgow City. I mean, twice they've had a bit, little bit of joy with a long ball. Once they've set uh, Fida free and actually she was called offside. I think replay showed she was actually onside. And then the second one was Lauren Wade when she's just got in behind the defence and she's kind of like pulled out uh, the challenge a little bit. But, you know, the keeper comes roaring out and that was like seconds before the first goal. Um, I mean, we're not going to go through every goal because we'll be here all night otherwise, but we'll talk yeah. about the critical ones. I mean, the first goal, it's a nice move, um, but no one really tracks harder. Um, we could see what City were trying to do, though. You know, they were basically holding the position and saying, you know, we don't have the pace to you know, press them too high. We'll kind of sit off them, make them shoot from long range. 
And actually, where they've kind of, I mean, like you say, yeah, somebody should have tracked harder. But it's it's a saveable shot. It takes a little de- deflection. Um, you know, City actually kind of defended it not too badly. The second goal, though, you know, Crichton just gets shrugged off. Um, ends up, Engen gets goal side of her, and it's just too easy. And then after that, Wolfsburg just kept crossing the ball in the box. Given, and City just kept, you know, they, they weren't dealing with headers very well. They were given possession away too easily. In 30 minutes gone, 79% possession to Wolfsburg. It was just kind of, they'd set up well, but it was just too many individual errors. It was just, it was just killing them, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, you made, you made the point there about the, you know, what, what City were trying to do. I think Wolfsburg just mixed up that, that much. The, the quality of the balls in the box at that times was fantastic. It was really superb. Some of the crosses were pinpoint and it was a, a real struggle to defend, uh, either facing your own goal, back to your own goal, whatever position you were in as a defender. I, I think Lee Alexander's probably looking for a bit more of a, a closing down before the, the first goal for the shot coming in. And she was maybe in two minds about what Harder was going to do. Was she going to continue the run or was she lining up to strike there? But I think the replay showed she kind of got through four, maybe I think it was four bodies, four orange shirts just in the front of the box. And, you know, you'll be looking at different stages where you could have stopped that. Um, I mean, Ingrid Engen, I thought she was fantastic at the World Cup um, the other year for, for Norway. And she sometimes does that kind of dirty work and the, the unsung hero in the middle of the pitch as well. But she was outstanding again tonight too. Um, you know, popping up with goals and just making those kind of late runs into the box. You know, a really tall figure as well. So doing well in the air. And as much as just mentioned there about the quality of the balls, that when the quality of the cross was really good into the box, the quality of the, the kind of domination in the air to attack it was just superb as well. Um, so that was a really critical point that that sort of four or five minute spell with two quick goals but then you mentioned just earlier that Wojcik putting the ball through for Wade and there was just little moments as well there was another one where Sam Kerr was making a, a run into the box from the right side just after the, the second goal and the cutback was just a little bit off and you know there was wee moments there where, where anything could have happened and it might have turned it even at a 2-0 Yeah I, I was really impressed with, with Engen as well um, I mean the third goal again you know, there's things City could do better. I mean, no, nobody really tracks Ingen, but it's just, it's a brilliant cross, first of all. I mean, it's just pinpoint perfect. And second of all, the movement from Ingen, she goes really, really deep where no one's really going to pick her up. And, you know, yeah, somebody needs to maybe be aware of her movement, but that's just what happens at that level. That's a top player just showing her intelligence and then racing at the box, slipping between the two defenders, slightest nick in the ball, that's all you need. Um, it's just that's it, just... A top, top goal. Um, the fourth goal is really disappointing, I think. You know, it's a free kick. It's a great finish, but there's three players lining up to take it and only a two-player wall. And uh, Zanetta Wine has to basically race from the wall, trying to close down this third player that's, you know, outside the box. It's just, it's too much to ask. Um, and obviously, by that point, you know, it's it's, uh, it's game over. But the goal of the night... Is still from Glasgow City. What a goal it was. Now, they actually tried this move a minute before the goal. They tried the exact same move. So, Fader had headed it, and then two Glasgow City players had chased after it. But Bolsberg had managed to crowd them out and get the ball back to the goalkeeper. And then a minute later, they've done the exact same move. Header this time, perfectly weighted. Wade does great. First of all, just to stay onside. Get in between the two defenders. And then, doesn't even take a first touch. Just looks up. Brilliant chip, just a magnificent goal. 
Yeah, Freda's flick was brilliant as well. I think one of the things that made the goal even more beautiful was the fact that it looked like Wade actually knew it was in all the way as soon as it left her foot as well. That she just she almost celebrated as she just saw it kind of lobbing and curving around the on top of the keeper. And you know what a moment that is because it it just does give you a little bit extra as as a Glasgow City fan as a you know as a Scottish women's football supporter that that quality was also there in the game. We could talk about the players and the quality that lined up for Wolfsburg so much but Glasgow City were totally involved and and that goal is one that will make the highlights real with with anything that Wolfsburg scored and you know what that that's kind of what Glasgow City will have to do now is just take those little positives take the learning experience and you know that's rubbish to say sometimes especially after a 9-1 defeat but you know there was a lot of anticipation and wait for this game the real stuff comes down again when the, the domestic league starts again on the 18th of October as we found out today City are going to be up against Celtic again and after the result when the league kind of did start but didn't start if you know what I mean there's a lot of focus that's got to go into the next season as well um, and it's going to be really interesting just it was good to see Glasgow City tonight a, a very new look in, in certain areas as well with the players that have left and players that Scott Booth hunt to bring in but there's no doubt about it that he'll be able to just keep adding and building that squad and be really interesting to see you know what that squad can do going forward when it when it reaches October Yeah I mean I don't think any team in, in Scotland would have handled uh, Wolfsburg tonight and maybe, maybe no team in the UK would have handled them um, Pernell Hardar one of the best players in Europe she was just exceptional tonight I mean w- one of the goals um, I can't remember what goal it was but like the the, the touch I mean I th- uh, she, she didn't score she, she was on she was about to score and Leanne Crichton actually denied her with a great uh, challenge and then somebody else followed up but just the touch to, to take it past to defend in the first place it's just an, an exceptional player yeah, and you know, like like you said, that there's that kind of quality from someone like Carr. You've been talked about being impressed with Engen, but there's caps right throughout that squad. I mean, there, there is in Glasgow City as well, of course, but it's just the different sort of standard, the different level. You know what Wolfsburg are competing against and and competing to to achieve year in year out as well. Um, you know that's a big thing. There was just little bits of differences that they experienced, just the sharpness and and that standards and quality as well. And that's no disrespect to Glasgow City. That's just what they were up against tonight. Um, looking at Wolfsburg then, I mean, obviously like they're they're going to have a much harder test on on Tuesday. I think it is when they play they play Barcelona. Barcelona beat Atletico Madrid one 0 tonight. Um, can Wolfsburg go on and win it? Do you think they've they've got enough? From what you've seen tonight. I think from what, what you see tonight, there's absolutely no reason why they can't go and compete and, and make a, a real shot at it. I mean, you're, you're going to be looking at, of course, Leon as well, um, you know, always up there. And, you know, it's hard to tell. It's a different bit of a situation. I mean, not many people would have predicted PSG's men's side getting to the final of a Champions League because they've tried and tried time again. And the whole situation that they're playing in just now just means that anything can happen really when when these big sides, bigger sides are going up against each other maybe. So it'll be interesting to watch, but really intriguing. But at the same time, I wouldn't rule anything out either. Sitting on the fence, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, I've got to say, I ho- hope they do win it. Um, not just because they've, they've knocked out Glasgow City and not just because it'd be nice to see a different, a, a different winner. I just, I, I was so impressed with them that... Uh, I would love to see him do it. And also, you know, Stefan Lurch, he's already uh, the head coach. He's already announced this is going to be his last season. So he's not going to have much um, much more chances. So uh, good luck to him. Um, the other two semi-finals are tomorrow night or tonight, whenever I decide to put this podcast up. Uh, so Arsenal are playing PSG. Leon are playing Bayern Munich. 
I'm not going to ask you for uh, to analyse him too much, but quick prediction: What do you think will be the semi-final? First of all, Arsenal PSG. Who's your who's your winner in that one? I'm going to side with the, the Scottish tones in the heart and go for Arsenal. Um, purely just because it's, it's Arsenal I want to see now. I'll, my focus will go into them with the, the sort of little Scottish contingent that's there, and then also you're just keeping keeping an eye on on the international players as well. And I'd wish Arsenal success in that game, so I'm going to edge for them. Well, it's interesting because PSG are the big favourites, but you're now the second person on anyone's game podcast to pick Arsenal because uh, with Jasmina Feimler, um was on the other day and she picked Arsenal as well. So uh, we'll see how that one goes. Leon Bayern, you've got you've got a fancy Leon. Um, Bayern will be Bayern are a good team. Uh, they've signed well. Uh, with again with Jasmina, if you've not heard that podcast, that was up on Tuesday. Really good in depth knowledge of Wolfsburg and Bayern, but uh, you fancy Leon will be. At least in the semi-finals. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard, hard to even throw out any doubt on that. So you know, like I said, you don't know what's going to happen, but I'd expect Leon to to definitely be taking the place in there. And like I said, I'll just nip for Arsenal in the other other position too. Okay, just just a quick word then on um, on Glasgow City before we go. Obviously, we've still got a while before the season starts. Really, you know, we've still got to wait till October eighteenth. Um, we can see what Rangers have done in the transfer market. They've they've signed so well. Celtic have obviously gone full time. Glasgow City have signed well, actually, despite the players they've lost. The you know top quality players they've brought in. They've still got a long time now to actually get get more games under the belt, friendlies and stuff, and actually prepare for the season. But do you still think they've got enough quality to go and win the league? I mean, the big fear for me tonight, in my opinion, I thought uh, Sam Kerr was Glasgow City's best player tonight. Either her or Lauren Wade between the two of them, and yet. That's her last game tonight before she goes to Rangers. So, um, do you still think they've got enough quality in that in that squad, or do you think Rangers have just the, the signings are just too strong? I think it's hard to write off Glasgow City because you you can never take away that winning habit and how that's driven throughout a squad, through kind of backroom staff and just the club as a whole. So you know, there's a lot of questions being asked now. There was a lot of questions being asked back in sort of February, end of January time as well, um, and it was maybe a little bit of a sort of quick turnaround from everything happening in, in Glasgow City having to go back at it. And I wonder maybe just if. The, the kind of delay of things and, and what's happened over the summer might just give them a little bit more time to shape things and get back to training now and and just there's been a bit of extra downtime in between the end of last season and what was going to begin with the the whole professional setup with Celtic and Rangers moves as well. I'll you know have no idea which way it's going to go and I think that's going to be part of the excitement and part of the fun of it all. Um, when Celtic were victorious in that first game of the season that hasn't happened. Um, we were like, wow, is this it going to happen now? But we have to start all over again. And it, it could flip, the coin could flip onto Glasgow City's side and they might take the three points in the, the opening day of the season this time round. So they're really exciting, but you can never write Glasgow City off. Yeah, it's going to be some season. Um, well, that's all for this this podcast. Uh, we'll have more Champions League content over the next week at anyonesgame.substack.com. Until now, thanks again for Stuart for joining us. Always a pleasure to have you on and thank you for listening.